This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Ephesians 3, 14 and 21. You know, uh, Bible prayers are, are powerful prayers. They're also dangerous prayers in that um, when you begin to pray them, God begins to act upon that prayer and answer that prayer. And we realize in life that God's not the only one that we have to deal with. There's someone that doesn't want us to know God doesn't want those prayers to be uh, fulfilled in our life. So you have two tracks running in the same direction, both positives and negatives. Amen. Uh, so we've been praying this seven verses here, and I want to read it again out of the uh, message Bible. This is our prayer uh, for all of us, and I believe it's God's heart. It says, verse 14, um, Actually, I want to read that out of the uh, Amplified Bible. Can you put that up there in the Amplified? There we go. And actually, my Amplified Bible is in my office. Can someone go bring that to me? Anyway, it says, For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your inmost being and personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide and make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love. Everyone say deep in love. Deep in love. And founded securely on love that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and, and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it. That you may really, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence. Well, that's hard for me to see it, so let I'll read it over here. And become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Now to him who by the consequences of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out 
his purposes and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask. And we just asked for some things, haven't we? Or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. And we'll all say amen, amen. which means so be it. Amen. Now, my assignment today, you can pull some off of this microphone. It's, uh, my assignment today to all those who would know or want to know personally and practically and powerfully to experience for yourselves the love of God in Jesus. My assignment is specifically, thank you, Jim, uh, uh, specifically and especially to those who, if we're honest, may find themselves struggling to believe the love that God has for us. Maybe there's some or someone here today that while putting up a good front and a brave face, acting like everything's okay, for all practical appearance, uh, your life, it's all good, and it seems good when people look on the outside. But the truth be known that on the inside, you feel anything but that. It's not all okay. You feel like you're dying, and for all of the trying, you still feel like you're dying. Now, uh, I want to say this. Now, listen. Uh, the promised land, we were baptized with sin, and I said, you know, I thought we were in the promised land, that we were... You know, and everything's supposed to be good. Well, let me tell you about the promised land. The Bible, he, he promised, he said it will be a land of hills and valleys. And it's wonderful when we stand on this hill and see a higher hill. Amen. And then, and we have so much faith and we go for it only to realize that uh, the higher hill comes with a deeper valley. And if you would climb the higher hill, you have to be willing to, the, to go through the deeper valley. And there are hills and valleys. It's not all going to be the same like it is in Egypt. The promised land of God is sometime you're up and sometime you're down. Are you listening? Now, there might not be anybody like that here today, but... There might be someone. You know, in Galatians, and I'm going to read that in the Amplified uh, Bible. It's just a couple of uh, pages backward from the Ephesians prayer. It says uh, this, verse number 9, chapter 6. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. You know, I'm encouraged by that verse, but there have been times in my life that I've been discouraged by that verse. And the reason why was I found myself losing heart, having lost heart. Uh, I don't know about you, but there have been uh, certain times and places in my life where I've been disappointed. Give me just a little space uh, here to not uh, be just exactly perfect. I'm going to give you the same grace. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not here to pretend 
uh, you know, uh, th this Christian walk is all a bed of roses. We need to take our rose-colored glasses off. I like that song. It used to be my favorite song because it was a cry in your beer song. You remember that song? It said, these rose-colored glasses that I'm looking through see only the beauty, but they hide the real you. <laughs> Amen. That probably sounds like I've been drinking beer, but anyway. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes we, you know, uh, it's unrealistic. And what, how a disappointment comes about is that, is that in the greater plan, like he said, Paul said, seeing this greater plan, the great plan that God has for our life. He said, I go to prayer and I pray this specific prayer over uh, you that you may know the love that you be strengthened on the inside life you're not strong every day in in every way isn't that true no one is always on the mountaintop there are some places and there are some times when we lose heart one of the main is there's an expectation we set within a due season and a time frame you know the bible says unrelenting disappointment makes your heart sick. Another translation says hope that is deferred, put off to another time. You could say it like this, and I'm going to hit you uh, right where you live. Some, maybe somebody, you know, but I'll tell you what now, I would, here it is, I would have thought by now. Anybody here in this house today? Oh God, I would have thought by now. Surely you would have come down. Surely you would have delivered me. Surely I would not still be struggling. Are you listening? Headed downhill. Knowing that there's a, <laughs> the mountains coming, I got to climb that. And I can't hardly for sliding on my butt to the bottom. Come on now. See, I would have thought by now. You know, there are times when you grunt, when Maybe somebody here has grown weary and are fainting. That word fainting means to loosen, to relax, to melt, <laughs> to dissolve. Have you ever felt your resolve begin to dissolve? In, the Bible says, in acting nobly and doing right, oh, we're, it, it's, it's a noble thing to suck it up and buck up your chin and... Uh, Act like everything is right. And to continue to go through the motions of doing right on the outside, still praying, still reading the Bible, still giving to God your time, energy, and money. Now listen, what happens when you've reached your limit, when life takes a turn and we hit a hard patch where everything is hard? I don't want to go to a church where everything is easy. Now grace makes things easier, but I'm going to tell you, life can be hard sometimes. There are people that are, that are in a hard patch and everything is hard. It's hard to see. It's hard to hear. It's hard to believe. Everything's hard. And we find ourselves in that place. And you feel like it's all slipping. You're slipping. It's all slipping. You find ourselves sometimes out of control and your stuff beyond your control. And that sense of helplessness. 
takes control and takes over. And fears assail the faltering and the fainting faith that you have left. You're headed towards the ditch. And you know that ditch is utter hopelessness. You know, there are people, there's even blocks of people in this world that you ask them about their hope for a better future and they say, I do not. That's why they live for just today, just the moment. And give me something that will make that moment better if it's only for a night. If it's only just a, 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 a pleasure that I may re- later regret. Come here. Amen. The Bible says that, that wine is for the dying. Amen. Pastor, do you drink? No, it's for the dying. I'm trying to live here. Understand? <laughs> Are you listening? I mean, I mean, I don't need to, you know... Uh, get killed earlier than I need to. Praise God. Anyway, but don't blame folks for if there's no other painkiller. Amen. But in Jesus there is, isn't that right? I don't know if you've ever wound up in the ditch of hopelessness. I've spent some times there. There have been some long nights. Are you listening? At midnight, slid off the rails in the icy patch in the road morning seemed like a long ways off nobody was going this way nobody was going that way just in the ditch of hopelessness you know sometimes it's been so long and so strong and over and over and over again you find ourselves sometimes tripped up again stumbling over the same stumbling block now let me help you all of the stumbling blocks in this line The devil advantages us because we're ignorant sometimes of God's will and God's way. And and the darkness is absent of the light of His Word shining on our path, of the truth shining on our path. But I'm going to tell you what, now He still takes advantage just like He did of Eve. There was a deception that says, listen, you can do this. You can meet your own need. You can be your own boss. You can call the shots. You can figure this out. Come on, give it one more time, one more try. Are you listening? And the thing, now listen, and it becomes a stumbling block in our life. And we stumble and trip over and over and over sometimes and over again what we thought should be over ain't over. You, you have the right to remain silent. Nothing you groan or moan will be held against you right here. But what you thought should be over, ain't over. I would have thought this would have been behind of me. I would have thought that I would not have been so stupid. As Come on now. Surely that the last time would have been the last time. And now even though you've done everything you've known to do, declaring never again, you may find yourself in a here we go again. Now once again, here it is all over again. And faith is faltering and falling and failing. You know, this time you're not just down. I'm talking to somebody today. This time you're not just down, but you're both tempted and tested to stay down. In the place where what's been designed by the devil to overwhelm you is now threatening in a reality to overcome you. You know, what happens when low blows, and there are low blows in life. The devil doesn't play fair. 
the, doesn't mind, the devil doesn't mind tricking you or tripping you. What happens when low blows have laid you low? When it seems like you're lower than you've ever been? I'll tell you, there have been uh, times in life that, that has brought me to my knees. How about you? When life brings you to your knees. Are you, are you hearing? And I mean, despite your prayers, despite your crying out, despite you being down on your knees in front of God and crying out for help, here comes another low blow. Are you listening? That knocks you flat. I mean, it just knocks the life out of you, it seems like, and knocks you, uh, and knocks you flat so that you're not just knocked down, but everything inside you and everything outside you says, Son, you're down for the count this time. And you're at the place. Now, now listen, I don't know if you've ever been at the place, but I've been at the place where I said, All right, then count me out. Just, you know, let's, let's just be done with it. Count me out. Anybody else in this place today? I know your neighbors might think funny of you, but sometimes you need to, you know, we remember we prayed, amen, so be it. Now, we all up in this thing together, uh, and we're sorely tempted because we're give out to give in and to give up. Maybe today you're deeper than you've ever been. Now, let me tell you this. When you're so low and you're so deep, that is an opportunity to know that you are so loved. To know personally and practically and powerfully how deep His love is willing to go for you. How deep His love has been for you and will be for you this time. Because doesn't the devil say sometimes, life say, well, this time. This is the time. You're not going to recover. Much less recover all. You know, when you're ready to let it all go, I found that love won't let me or you go. You know, when we've reached our limit, God is still in it. Love knows no limit of how deep, how far it will go to rescue you and to lift you up. His love, the one popular song, never lets go. And you'll hear love say to you uh, in that place, can't stay here. This is not how it's going to end. This is not my plan because love never fails. So even in your and my failure, are you hearing? You know, some of you feel like you disappoint God if we find ourselves in a place of weakness. I thank God for uh, Paul that said, in my weakness, I cried out and said, God, I can't take this anymore. You've got to do something. Get this thing off of me. And God said to him, he goes, now my grace for this hard place in your life my grace for this place in your life, the place where you are beyond your limit, you can't take it anymore. You, you just you would have thought by now three times, he says. I, I went once, 
And I went twice, but the third time was the hardest time. I didn't hear him till after the, the first time and after the second time. It wasn't until the third time that I was ready to hear what I needed to hear. I didn't want to hear it, but I was ready to hear what I needed to hear. He said, my grace is sufficient for you right now in your hardest place, in the lowest place you've ever been, in the most difficult doings of your life. My grace is sufficient for in your weakness, when you're the weakest, that's where you're going to find I am the strongest. That's when you come all the way to the end of you. That's where you're going to find a whole lot more of me. Come on now. Lord, have mercy. Hear the word of the Lord today. Can't stay here. Proverbs 24, 15 and 16, it says, Don't interfere with, God, with good people's lives. Don't try to get the best of them. No matter how many times you trip them up, God loyal people, don't stay down long. T look to your neighbor and say, You can't stay here. You're not going to stay down. God will lift you up. It says, Soon. Everyone say, Soon. Now, I tell you, I have plumbed the depths of God soon. There's been sometimes I've read in the Bible where he said soon. I said, Lord, I don't know if I can't do soon no more. I've run all the way to the limits of my soon. You keep saying soon after a little while, after you've suffered a little while. You know, I ought to do a series on suffering, uh, not the way that the, the religion did it, but the Bible says Jesus suffered. Through the things that he suffered, he learned to obey. I know you, don't, you might not want to hear this, but some stuff is your stuff. I'll say that again. Some stuff is just my stuff. That the devil took advantage of what I didn't know. And because... <laughs> oh, are you listening? But even in that, you know, the Bible says, after you have suffered a little while... After it stops smarting right here. After you have stood in the corner for a while. After. Are you listening? Your, 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 your rebellious, unlistening self is ready to hear a thing. After you've tried every way. Are you You're ready to hear his way. After you've suffered the consequences of some stupid choices. After a while. Everybody know a while sometimes can be a while. I mean, the first I opened up, I said, God, if you love me. And he said, love endures long. One translation, I don't like going over there. I hate that. that I, I don't like the way it says, love suffers long. I said, Lord, I've suffered long enough. I won't do it no more. Please, God, let me out. Please, please. Hey. Amplified says, <laughs> For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked are overthrown by calamity. I, know, I remind the devil of his part. Micah 7 and 8 says, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be light to me. Now notice where the Lord is light to us. 
when we've fallen in our in darkness. Amen. Don't message Bible says don't crow over don't crow don't crow over me enemy. I'm down but I'm not out. I'm sitting in the dark right now but God is my light. 1 Peter 5 and 6 says humble yourselves demote lower yourselves in your own estimation and under the mighty hand of God that in due time. Everybody say due time. That would be just the right time and that would be the time that God decides that He may exalt you. No, God is for us, not against us. But if He's for you, the Bible says, you know, uh, that, uh, that because He loves us, that He will discipline us and He will... Are you listening? Because He wants to look at your life and see that there's no place that the devil has any longer. There's no, you're not going to trip over that same thing again. You're not going to be where you are right now. Well, God looks and says, we cannot stay here. So, you failed and found out that you can't. So, you're not strong and found out how weak you really are. So, you discovered that you don't know. And you aren't smart enough. But I'm going to tell you this. I found that never, I'm never beyond His heart. So I'm also never beyond His hand. And because I know His heart, I will wait expectantly for His hand. Because it ain't over. It ain't over in the low spot. It ain't over in the hard place. It ain't over. The Bible says... In uh, the message, it says, Strong God's hand is on you. And in due time, God lifts us. And God who is love, then love lifts us. You remember that old song, Love Lifted Me? Love lifted me when nothing else would help. It was love that lifted me. I want to read over here in Psalms 42 out of the uh, Message Bible. And we've got to... Hurry, I've just got just a couple of more minutes. Can you, can you hear the rest of the story? Because we can't stay here. We've got to finish this today. Amen. Real quickly. Psalms 42. I want to read uh, verse, uh, from verse number 9. Sometimes I ask God, my rock, solid God, why did you let me down? Now, I thank God that David dared to talk to God this way. Maybe somebody besides David and me has said this before. God, why did you let me down? I would have thought by now. Why am I walking around in tears harassed by enemies? They're out for the kill, these tormentors with their obscenities, taunting day after day. Where is this God of yours? Why are you down in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God soon. Everybody say soon. I'm going to hold on to soon, even though I would have thought by now. Soon can't come soon enough. Everybody say, I'm going to start praying a soon prayer. Soon I'll be praising him again. Isle is a, is a shortened version. The apostrophe takes the place of one very important letter. It is W, which is will. I will. I choose. I decide to praise Him again. Everybody say again. He puts a smile on my face. 
because He is my God. I want to read out of the Amplified Version and finish with this, Psalms 30. And then we're going to pray a prayer for the some or the somebodies that are here today. Hold on, fat fingers don't work good with skinny pages. Here we go. Psalms 30. I will, everybody say, I will. I will. Boy, this is, it's a powerful word, isn't it? A phrase, I will. I will extol you, O God, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. Now, I believe he's talking uh, uh, forward as well as backward here. I believe he's saying, I will praise you again because you have never let the devil have the final word. You have never left me in my mess. You have never left me in the low spot. You have never, come on now. It says, oh Lord my God, I cried to you. This is past tense and you have healed me. Those are all past tense. He's recounting and recalling. God, I've, I've asked your help before. God, I've seen you work before. I cried and you have healed me. Are you listening? Oh Lord, you have brought my life up from Sheol, the place of the dead. You have kept me alive. I'm talking right now. You know, uh, I remember being prophesied to you said it and these words have stuck in my thinking here we are at at uh, one sunday after resurrection sunday Re and i remember being prophesied to you said it will be i hear this term they said i've never heard this before the prophet said he said just raw resurrection power oh that's wonderful isn't it raw resurrection power but you can't have resurrection without being dead I like the raw resurrection rising up. Hallelujah. Yeah. But now first something got to die. Uh, somebody has to lay sometimes. Are you hearing? Under it. In it. Through it for X amount of time. Dead three days. Dead four days. You understand what I'm talking about. Your try is gone. Your hope is gone. Everything. There ain't nothing but the silence. You have brought my life up from Sheol, the place of the dead. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit, the grave. Sing to God. Sing to the Lord, O you saints of His, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holy name. For His anger is but for a moment, but His favor for a lifetime. Or in His favor is life. Weeping may... Pastor Ron's going to come. Uh, weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. <laughs> Come on now. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. I, though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Amen? Glory to God. I wonder if you're here today and this resonates somewhere on the inside. Of you, I know it's popular to sit in church and everybody say, I'm okay. Everybody pretend 
that they haven't been going to it. Everybody uh, just make out like, uh, you know, uh, well, let me read the next verse. It says, for as for me and my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. But by your favor, O Lord, you have established me as a strong mountain. But you hid your face, and I was troubled. I cried to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made my supplication. Amen. You know, there are times when God hides, doesn't He? <laughs> God, you're my answer. Why are you hiding from me? I can't live on soon. You understand? We're out of gas, we're in the ditch. I got trouble. I am troubled because I don't feel God. I can't see God right now. I find it hard to hear God. I find this trouble I'm in hard to bear. It's hard to believe. I have believed and believed and believed. And, and quite frankly, I'm not faithful or full of faith. But I thank God there's a scripture that says, when I'm not faithful, He is faithful still. Amen. Paul said in one place, he said, the life I live, he said, I have to live it by the faith of the Son of God. Not just in the Son of God, but there's sometimes. Are you listening? Sometimes you've got to, when, when you come all the way to the end of yourself, you, you find God in a new way. You find God... Uh, you, you lean on what He has believed for you. That you don't heal yourself, He's your healer. That you don't deliver yourself, He's your deliverer. Anybody like that today? We're going to give the devil a black eye today. I'm going to tell you what the Bible says. In, there is a due season. There is a due time. When you'll get what's due you. And I mean this if you've loved God. And you know that God loves you. See, God doesn't want you to, uh, uh, to get what, what the devil says you deserve. That's one of his oldest lies. Well, you deserve this. See, you haven't been good. You haven't been right. You're not a believer. Look at how your faith is faltering and failing calling anybody here like that today I want you to come up front we're going to agree maybe maybe there's some maybe there's just somebody you know sometimes as a shepherd I wonder now you know we lead which means we go into things first hard sometimes when you're just having problems yourself. You say, now Lord, <laughs> I got problems. I can't deal with all them. The Lord says the fact that you have problems means that they have problems. And sometimes your problem is you're not aware that they have problems. Sometimes I just need to wake you up a little bit to realize that not everybody is full of faith all the time. Not everybody is on the mountaintop all the time. Not everybody, oh, everything is good. Amen. So I'm glad.
uh, I'm going to do like uh, I'm going to do like uh, Paul. He said, "Well, on the end of this weakness, finding the strength of God, grace being sufficient." He said, "So." He said, "So the takeaway for me," he said, "I'm going to I'm going to rejoice." I'm going to refill with joy. I'm going to count it all joy, like James said. And I'm going to rejoice in the trouble and in the trial, in the hard places in life. Because I learned not to trust in me, but to trust in God. You know, you know there's sometimes, you know, I remember going to bed one night, saying I had been in a fuss. It was just pressure from everything, you know. It was over peanuts. One that said is over peanuts, literally. <laughs> she said something about the peanuts. I said something about the peanuts. I mean a jar of peanuts, two dollars and two cents for peanuts. And she pitched a fit, and you know what? It was just I pitched a fit too. I thought, well, man, we can pitch a fit together, cause I've had it. Slam my door, this and that. She cooks supper. I said, I ain't eating your supper. I slam my door, this and that. And boy, I'll tell you what, now, none of you ever do this, but I mean, in my thought life, I damn everything I can damn. I mean, I get so frustrated. And you know, uh, <laughs> I just want it out. I want out. I want out of all of it, understand? I'm just going to sell everything and not show up someday and just be somewhere else with my deep self. Then I thought better of it, you know, Ken Copeland's sitting there on the, on the dresser and the Holy Ghost said, maybe you ought to turn that on. I ain't turning him on! Well, I turned him on. Still went to bed with my mad deep self. Is that all right? Is it okay sometimes? If we just and say, you know what, huh? I'll tell you, I used to go when I was a young Christian, weeks on a time, in, in the funk, you know, in the bad place. I thank God I only had a few moments, probably less than 30 minutes. I slept it off. <laughs> I let him preach it off me and sleep it off me. And then I thought, well, the best way to escape this is go to sleep. Maybe you feel better <laughs> in the morning than I did. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.